Hello friends, how's it going? It's Matt here, back with another episode of Looking Sideways, the show that looks at life through the lens of snowboarding, skateboarding, surfing and other related endeavours. Thank you for checking this episode out. Hope you enjoy the conversation. So I've got two of my oldest and closest friends on the show this week, Adam Gendel and John O'Verity, here to chat about their new film, here hold my kid and we are in other related endeavors territory because it's a ski film that they've made with the great Jackie Passo and Elise Sorgstad I believe that's how you say it sorry Elise if not and it is really great it's on the theme of skiing obviously but it's also about motherhood and it's got a lot of interesting things to say about the way men and women are treated in the industry um how men and women are judged differently when they become parents in the industry um and all done in I mean it's a comedy so not an easy thing to combine all of these things into uh, one half an hour film but they've done it and it is great um so yeah i I, as soon as i kind of saw they'd made this film i I really wanted to get him on the show gendal you're going to know if you've listened to looking sideways for a while he's been on the podcast every year for the christmas special with another close friend of the podcast tim warwood for a start his partner for this one jono is somebody I go way, way back with to January 1998, to be exact, which was the first time we met in Maribel when we were doing winter seasons as two young 21-year-old fuckwits. Now, I did grow up with these boys, as you're going to hear, as part of the wider British snowboarding community we were so lucky to be a part of at that time. And I've been reflecting quite a lot as I've um, you know, watched the film and been thinking about this and did the interview and then coming up to recording this and I kind of realized that as you know snowboarding was obviously very very important John and Gen were both brilliant snowboarders uh, and still are brilliant snowboarders Um, but equally as important when when I look back was making stuff and being creative now whether that was through music and writing for me as it was back then or whether in the case of Gendel and Jono it was filmmaking comedy and art Um, and I think that's one of the reasons why I enjoyed our conversation so much for this episode because as I said to him during the chat I've really had a ringside seat as these two have developed as artists and filmmakers over the last two and a half decades so to see him sort of combine all the experience and themes and ideas and creativity into here hold my kid as they've done and it for it to be obviously like really you know really successful creative projects and like I'm saying, a bit of a hit by the looks of it. it was just a really proud moment for me personally. And I had a couple of inklings that they might be onto something with this before I saw it. Firstly, Cody Townsend, the man behind the 50, and pretty much the most prominent, you know, free ski personality out there right now, posted the trailer and it elicited a huge reaction online. And then at my place of work, All Conditions Media, everyone just started sharing the trailer whether they skied or didn't ski and were just basically like, check this out, it looks hilarious. And thank fuck someone's doing something different with a ski film or a snowboard film format. I was already sold and then I watched the film and it's great. A brilliant combination of the duo's talents and, as I've said, a culmination of all their ideas and work um, since those late 90s days. So with the news that had been selected as a pick for this year's Kendall Festival... I headed up to East London to sit down with the lads and record this episode. Now, I'm also really grateful to Jackie and Elise for sending me some short voice notes. Well, actually, they're not that short, but they're in there about how they found working with the pair and the experience of making this film while also looking after two young toddlers, which you're going to hear as this episode progresses. Thank you so much, Jackie and Elise, for being such great sports and doing that. So, yeah, 
it's a good one this as usual when it's a couple of pals i very much enjoyed it it's so great not having to like prep for these just turn up see some old mates press play and waffle on really and that's what we did so i'll be back at the end in the meantime here's me jono and gend on here hold my kid enjoy Microphone hygiene. Just you know what you're doing, don't you, you lads? Just a bit, mate. Just um, like directly in the directly in the sweet spot. This is it, it's happening. Is that a nose being drawn on the side of that? Yeah. What? Is it is it my nose? Is that your Hang coffee? On. I know yeah. where you, I know where you went. You went to that coffee shop down there. Yeah. That's it kind of really, looks like my nose. That's a really why uh, drawn a nose on it. Maybe he's telling me I've got a really big nose. So you overshot our place, which is yeah. I just carried on walking. I was like, and it's on. but it's a nice coffee shop, isn't it? That one. Well, then I thought, well, I don't know where I am, so I'm gonna have a coffee and I'll give him a call. Yeah, that. it is a nice coffee. So how are we doing, lads? Gendo, Jono, all good? Really good. The day is here, Jono. <laughs> the day is here. <laughs> Finally, on the pod. Do you know what? There's, there's quite a few people who are like. <laughs> What? You're getting a podcast? I was like, no, I'm not getting a podcast. Um, the day the day is here. There's only Hamish. He ain't getting on it, ever. <laughs> Hamish Duncan. Yeah. He's Does he nev- want one? He's, Elliot Neve and Hamish, never. Never Put them on together. That'd be a great <laughs> Yeah, but do you know what? <laughs> I sometimes <laughs> think, Matt, I sometimes think I should. Because I've got this software which can uh, transcribe. I was like, I'm going to get all of Matt's podcasts. I'm going to transcribe them all. And then I'm going to find out how many times my name is brought up. That wouldn't be weird. And, uh, and I was like, I'm going I'm to see that how many times. That wouldn't be times. weird at all. And then I'm going to get all the stats. And I'm yeah, going to be like, getting... my name comes up the 15th most in your podcast. It's getting weird. It's probably, probably not anymore, is, is this it? how like the, the creative sessions for the film? Like? I literally <laughs> thought you were going to say, I'm going to take all of the podcasts, record the questions and then answer my own questions I definitely wouldn't and make my own podcast. That's I what thought, you should do. I definitely thought, like, this is already quite weird. Like, <laughs> yeah. A bit like the, what's Alan Partridge's stalker called? Um, Dan. Jed. No. Jez? Jed? I can't remember. You know the one I, I mean. I know who you mean. You know yeah. the one I mean. So, the film, when's it out? Good question. Okay, John so it goes it goes live on Rebel TV on the I think it's twenty first or twenty second of November. Oh, we got a date now. Yeah, that's good. Um, and how how are you cool. feeling about it? Yeah, excited. Do you know what? I I fe- <laughs> okay. So every time you you have to review it, you have to watch it in its entirety. It's nearly forty minutes long. So so. When you say review it, what do so do a sort of let's just say like okay, we're gonna like. watch yeah. it and just see if it's gonna be like good, good to go, yeah, or any glitches or any anything like do, that. Does it work or, you, or or is it like oh fuck that bit? Should we just check that again? Is it a bit like that? Yeah, but it's like then you do a change and then because of like the random annoyance of like editing software, yeah, y- something might have happened to it or you know something might have come up. So you have to watch it from the beginning to the end in right. its entirety. Well, you love that cuz you, you know you <laughs> No, you don't. No, no, I I must have done that. I don't know how many times I've done it, but right. you know, parts of it I must have watched a 100 times. Right. But the entirety of the film is like so many times and it's and it's actually like a job. It's like real chore to watch the film. Right. There was that last week when we were having the color. The color grade was happening at the same time. Nick Southwell was was grading it for us, and and then the sound mix was being done. 
at the same time. So we were getting these changes put back in and then you'd watch it every every night, maybe twice a night, and you'd watch it and then... But you'd have to watch, watch. And I remember one night watching it and thinking it was all done and then I was like, oh, the door slam sound effect's not there. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, the door slam's not there. Redo it, rewatch it again. Then you go, oh, there's a glitch in right. that frame. That, but it's it, like, that's the... That's isn't the isn't that like the same... Is it, do, do you know what I mean though? Surely... Every film. What's that wanky... Like, you know, a poem is never finished, only abandoned. You know, it's like a real wanky sort mm. of life hacky creativity quote. But isn't isn't there a bit of that though? Some, at some point, you just got to go. All right, it's done. You know, like there's always going to be some stuff. Yeah, it's in more. There. That's just more technical stuff you're looking at then. Yeah. But like, but that by that point, you'd kind of we weren't we weren't changing the edit at that point, were we? At the end, like it was kind of like we got to a point where we're like we're all happy, like picture lock, and that's that's what it is. Yeah. And then it was just the kind of the finishing touches and the yeah the colour and the sound and stuff like that and by, by then you're just numb to the film yeah can't, can't watch it objectively at all it yeah just can't, it's lost all like that's why it's really nice to hear like because you watched it for the first time it's so nice to hear like oh it's good because I just I can't I can't even see how the jokes are funny anymore or like, yeah I was going to ask you about that actually because um, you know I've, we've all been friends for fucking donkey's years like 20-25 years or whatever and obviously like I was thinking about this on the way up and like really you know our group creatively we've all grown together really like you know when we were kids like obviously we were all trying different things like music for me like filmmaking for you and 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 like you know writing for me and you you know obviously when I look when I look at your project it's like culmination really of everything that you lot have worked on you know all your all your, all your ideas your network like you know the all the work you've put in doing filming in, in the ski and the snowboard industry and I just kind of wondered like how confident you were with with going to them with this idea i mean i'm gathering they approached you right to do it like jackie and elise like they approached you first jackie did approach you but yes yeah, b- yeah. before we get into like how that happened i guess did were you like yeah this is the perfect opportunity to like explore these ideas in this in this format were you that confident in that because it is it's 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 punchy like it's not it's not your average ski film at all you know that there must have been a temptation to to be like, well, knowing you two, there wouldn't have been, but like, you could have just made a ski film, right? But you didn't, you've made a very different film. So I guess I'm wondering like, that how, the, that, how that, that was, was appeal you know, when that, that I, part of it. I felt like, I felt brimming with confidence that Gendel, like bringing Gendel on it, and I could put together something that was good. Did they ask you first? But, so yeah, so I've known Jackie Maybe just move your, like, just hold that bit rather than the... Ah, uh, his mic hygiene's not as good as I thought, actually, Ken. I've known it's Jackie... like an MC rapper. <laughs> um, you don't have to angle it up as well. We'll to get, the we'll get, like, we'll get the rap out later, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, well, yeah, you know, sorry, you knew sorry, Jackie. So, so I've known Jackie for about 12 years because she was on the Freeride World Tour and yeah. I filmed with the tour for eight years. Right. And then I filmed around it for, like, other projects for more years. So And we always got on really well and I did a couple of films with jackie yeah and um and so yeah like she wanted us to come in on it but the the main one of the main reasons is that um in 2014 ski good was, money will we come. made gendel and i made ski good, good yeah, money I remember will come. It well and and as it happened with legs of steel right yeah, yeah exactly then like that is still like one of cody townsend's favorite ski films but it's the same 
theme, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Like sending up the notion and the content of this medium, isn't it? Essentially. Yeah. Not only the medium, but like the whole profession. Just as, the world of it. As well. And the, and the industry yeah. and the scene. That's kind of what that film is, isn't it? So that's where it came from. So they, they basically loved that film and, and were like, let's get this, you know, and you had a relationship. So like, let's get, let's get Jono involved. Yeah. It was the first time we, the first time we met Elise was in her house in Tahoe. Like right. at the first stop. So Jackie mm. had done the but cell. J- J- Jackie had managed to convince them that, or, yeah, we were, we were going to be good. We had a, we had a couple of Zooms with Elise, didn't we? Yeah. We, we chat, we met, met them on zoom calls and stuff and kind of but it was re- it was still quite a loose plan at the start wasn't it of what the what the film was going to be there was like it was it was er- like early days it kind of i guess we'll talk about this as we go through the shoot or whatever but it 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 kind of we learned on the job really did they come to it with i'm assuming like they had budgets through their sponsors and it was a bit like cuz they're like obviously a pair of like proper heavy hitters aren't they you know mm. like they so they must have that, yeah, they must have access to decent budgets. And so was it a bit like that? They'd, they'd said, right, we want to make a film about being mothers, like new mothers in professional skiing. Did, was, did they come with that or was it you mm. two that came with that? They came with that. I mean, that was the initial kind of thing from Jackie to me was like, I want to do a film about being mums. And, and then I think it was Jackie who said also, oh, but I don't want it to be too earnest and serious. So, right. That's why we want you guys to do it. Yeah. But so you you felt like I'm gonna get Gendon. Uh yeah, I'm you, pretty sure yeah, you I'm asked pretty me. sure yeah, so I asked so Jackie asked me and then I was like, Well get that Gendo has to do it. Like we we work well together. Like we've every project I've done with Gendel, we just kind of we're so often just really on the same page right. about stuff. And also little things like I don't think it upsets you too much when I give an idea or give, you know, no. like put my well, kind of. Well, this is the thing, like the for the you know the the names on the film is I directed it and Jono's like the DP and the, the cinematographer or whatever. But it's not. But Jono's a director. Yeah. Like we kind of direct together, and um, I just have final say, Matt. That's <laughs> it's like the UN, but, but you're America. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> but but we we yeah we're quite a good team in that way. And I and we we kind of work work stuff out together, and sometimes Jono can go quite far with an idea, and I'll rein him back in. Yeah. And, uh, is and that? I mean, I want to ask you that question. Is that? Is that? You're aware of that, right? Like, yeah. I, I like, think you maybe even said that to me on WhatsApp. Like, that you you said something like, "I really hope Gendel has reined me in enough" or something. I mean, you actually kind of said that to me when we were chatting about it. Y- yeah, because the thing, like, if if when projects get left to just me. They end up really. People start getting decapitated. Really people, weird and violent. Yeah, people like, lose a head. Yeah, and someone's someone. like shitting down someone's neck, or you know, it, it, like, it's like not appropriate. To, I mean, one of my favourite films still of yours is that short that you made in Chamonix. I mean, short where you had a shit <laughs> by the alleyway <laughs> with the Banana Rama tune playing and that yeah. couple. Anyway. I mean that the That's early days. It was, it was fake shit. I, of course, I, I it was a stick, out, wasn't like, it? Out, it was. Like, I made it out. Of, it was like a paste, and I squirted it out of like a kind of cake <laughs> paste. It. That is still in the shape of a heart. That is still it. funny. It is. Yeah. It is funny. <laughs> <laughs> that old couple come out of the sub, like alleyway, like well, like near the NBC, isn't it? Yeah. Right. So, um, 
so yeah tell me about like so it was all done this winter was it that this just passed like the mm-hmm. the 22 23 season it was three trips it was so we started in tahoe yeah and like the weird thing is because tahoe had like this un it's like behemoth season yeah like, like it just had so much snow. biggest season ever but we it? went in Not like when we were there two week window <laughs> where it just didn't snow right. it, it was just like so it ended up just kind of mainly icy so right. that's what like, yeah. the, the tahoe section is the weakest of all of them and it could have been like just nuts it yeah. started snowing the day we left didn't it? it was it was dumping the day we left but by then we yeah we were heading back but it was just kind of sunny california ice you know we didn't have any well a bit of powder luckily they'd shot a bit of stuff before we got there right yeah. and got a few extra bits but we we generally just did kind of fun resort stuff then but that first that first trip was more to meet them yeah you know to, to hang out with elise and and we shot a lot of scenes and tester scenes. And like, I remember the first day we went out, we just shot exam, like test scenes, tried this, like long scenes, let things go, see, try some improvising, see if that worked, see, and then just reviewed it. And like, we, we went back and reviewed it all that night and looked and like, there's little nuggets in there that work, maybe not. So it, that first trip was just like, was just working out how we're going to do it and then and the story wasn't formed at that point really we had kind of bullet points but what was going in it right i was kind of writing it as, was as that, we went and that was that quite terrifying yeah because that's pretty loose absolutely i think gender was way more nervous you were way more nervous oh, about it than i was i was just I, like oh this is gonna be amazing i like just little bits and i was buzzing about them but to, but but it's a big it's a big responsibility though isn't it like to to, yeah. to with and again i don't mean to harp on about them but they are they are like you know it's, mm. it's a big project in the in the ski industry world isn't it you know so it was like work work like you know almost like it's, I guess I'm interested in this from like almost a creativity point of view. Isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Because I think people are always fascinated like by house, especially something like this, which is such a um, a specific genre, a specific thing, a specific kind of subversion of like the normal genre. Like people are always interested in like, well, was it scripted? Like, how did you approach it? Did you have all the ideas? So to hear that you kind of wing, I mean, oh, so the, the, winged it in a way though, like, you know, to... It was not so much winging. Wing, but, winged it's harsh, but what I mean... No, but it, we kind of did for the first trip, but the whole point of that first trip was like, okay, I know we, we're not going to have this dialed on this first trip, but by the end of it, I want to feel like yeah. I kind of know what works. And and I didn't quite feel like that at the end of Tahoe. I didn't quite feel like, I, I like, re, like really confidently getting on the plane home going, I know what we're doing for the next trip. But... I kind of did. Well, by the time we got to the next trip, after like looking at stuff, I think, and we reviewed it a bit more, I'm like, okay, I know it's little snippets, it's punchy, it's going to be a bit tighter as opposed to right to letting things just kind of happen. I think it needs to be more tightly scripted, and I think and the Andermatt section was was more was more tightly scripted, and then it was filling in the gaps. But one thing we did know is, and that's something that we had from the beginning, is the is the like power powder yeah like that 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 side of the story which which was to pitch them against each other yeah and and also that's obviously the bit about it's a joke but it's also a comment on women's position in the industry isn't it you know especially not i mean you you could you could have that whole thing without the mother motherhood element as well Mm -hmm. you know like i'm not not going to say what the payoff is because obviously that's one of the best jokes in the film but you know the way that pays off is obviously a comment on on 
the way women are dealt with by the industry so i did want to ask you about that was that where did that sort of angle come from was that a collaboration with those two was that something that you two brought into it yeah, like at the start didn't yeah, we really, the f- yeah. before we left before we left to make the film i was like let's let's get, it needs a kind of story arc of a beginning and end and something of, of a reason to f- what's the story of the film and then we're like, right, let's put them against each other. It was really quick that we kind of came up with it, wasn't it? Yeah. It wasn't like a big, deep thought out. It's what's funny. The meaning. Is it's it like is it is Christian right on the? Yeah, Christian's the, <laughs> on the yeah. voiceover yeah. on the advert. Yeah. Getting the American guy like, to do the voiceover. He was born for that. Yeah. But it was it was just more like I didn't want it to be just a, about because they're obviously the 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 kind of theme of the film is that they're new moms. Yeah. yeah. But, but the film you can't just have a film about that. It was more like that's almost like a more of a side story, really. And yeah. then the main story well, it's, it's, is they're competing the, for this contract. You know, it's the structure of it, isn't it? Yeah. You know, it gives it gives it the kind of framework and the kind of you know at one, two, three kind of thing without sounding like a dick. But you know, here's here's the kind of situation. Here's what they've got to do, and here's how it plays out. I mean, yeah. that's And it and it is it is good. Yeah. So when you were like, how comfortable were were they? Jackie and Elise with the, the the this way of working I mean obviously they had loads of faith in you to to kind of like bring you in on the project and 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 but were there any points where they were a bit like I think in Tahoe they were the same they were the, probably feeling the same as us that it was early days and we were feeling it out and and, and to see what happened but we kind of tried to we, we kind of said that didn't we like the first day we went shooting we're like let's go try things it might not work brilliantly to yeah. start with but let's just see. This is the whole point of this trip. We were there for how long were we there? Ten days? Ten, two? Maybe I think it's two weeks. Actually, two weeks. Yeah. So we had plenty of time to kind of cut things together and like put some little sequences together and kind of go. And 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 initially, I was trying to explain them. We might we might record a scene for five minutes and just roll on it. Yeah. And you guys do something, and then we might pull out three seconds of it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So not not to like worry about everything has to be perfect and the scenes have to like the performances don't have to be perfect just keep going keep going keep going we'll just see yeah and i think when we started showing little edits and how how things are going to be crunched down they relaxed a lot more into it yeah because they didn't feel it it was everything had to be perfect they're, they're both they, really good at they it, got I... so much but through the film they got so much better you can say you know, again like, <laughs> yeah like well they they just did i think but no they're they're, they're both really good like they're both, well, I mean, yeah. they, they've got to carry it, haven't they? Ultimately, yeah, you know exactly. And yeah, I think it's. I I thought that that they you could see how much they were into it. You could see how much they were just into you know the idea. Like yeah, and and and, and credit to them. Yeah, they especially committed especially to Elise because I think like her kind of character, it, 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 it's kind of like. Yeah, the, the, it's a less flattering one. Yeah, the less flattering, <laughs> you know. Like, and she, but she knew exactly. Like, she was just like, okay, I get it. Because uh, right at the beginning, that was one of the things I said. I was like, D- you know, you might have to come across as like quite a dick, and she's like, I'm cool with that. Like, and yeah, she was so, kind of like, if we're doing it, let's do it yeah. properly. You, yeah, you got, you've got to. And they did. They both committed to it, and they trusted us. And they were like, okay, well, you know, like sometimes they were, you know, think they weren't sure about certain things, but like. They were always going to have a final say in the edit, like yeah. of certain things. Of course, yeah. And um, nothing would ever go in that they weren't 
wouldn't be happy with so they knew that it it was safe yeah to try I, stuff and... i will say though like that they have final say in the edit but like there was more resistance i suppose like initially with elise but there was always a way like she or she pretty much on everything that we were like no this is we want this in there for this reason right she'd be like okay yeah that's cool so it's like you know they, we got so much creative freedom for it which is amazing yeah, yeah they were really trusting of us to that if we felt something worked and was and was funny they kind of went with it yeah um, i mean i i met, the trailer came out we're talking like mid-october trailer came out about a month ago didn't it and mm. you know it, it got loads of traction didn't it you know cody shared it obviously he's huge and it, it kind of was everywhere like and I, and I did just say i've said this to both of you before but i will say on here like at my where I work, um, all the women shared it. Really, and I think they were just all. None of them are suit like some of them ski, you know, some of them, but they're all like into action sports and outdoors, and and they were just like you could tell like this is just so nice that this is a female perspective, yeah. you know, like that's what they were stoked on. And watching it as well, like you know, because you're both. You know, Ace is what nine, maybe now, maybe fourteen. Fourteen, yeah. fuck me. There you go. That's how old we are. I'm like, don't even know. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Like, so you've recently been a parent of young kid, and you're parent of young child right now. Mm-hmm. There's loads of like details on that that are obviously like coming from a pretty knowing place about like parenting young kids and stuff. And it's it's just quite rare, isn't it, in in our world to to see that stuff addressed. And I, th- this is something that like throughout the whole process, Gend and I were just kind of like. 14 Ooh. sorry fuck me i know that went quick isn't crazy it? isn't it <laughs> she's massive as well she's well tall ace now. uh is we we were like keep it for the wider audience like wider or you know like don't don't get too sucked into the ski world bubble yeah and be like this is for more than that yeah That's what i do what we're going to listen to a couple of messages so elise and jackie have very kindly left me some voice notes which listeners to the podcast will find quite funny given my uh, stance on voice notes um what's your stance on voice notes don't listen to him again why not because uh because i'm a dick what you just what you just see one and go nah <laughs> i just don't ever get him because i think everyone knows don't listen to him nah, I, do, me now? <laughs> I do i do listen to him i do listen to him my, my whatsapp bio for a while did used to say like i'm not gonna listen to your voice note really yeah <laughs> Well, I mean, I don't listen to my answer phone messages. So the idea that someone that everyone's going to start sending me like mini answer phone messages, I was a bit like, see, I get excited when I see an answer phone message now. But I was like, a bit well, like, one of them. Yeah, but then, it's been a while. but then to be honest, like Nat that works with me said to me one day, like, you can really tell you're not a parent of small kids. And I was a bit like, yeah, okay, fair enough. That's me told. Mm. Um, anyway, um, I did want to talk to you about the uh, the kind of the ski element of it because yeah. it's, it's great and there's a, you know like the alaska section is brilliant and the drone stuff's really good so you you've obviously covered all that off but let's have a listen to the first couple of voice notes so basically you asked jackie and elise to three questions right mm-hmm. first question was what's it like working with the brits so this is jackie I don't really know if this is specific to working with the Brits. I mean, I, well, I guess I can make it. I've always loved working with Jono. Um, and I knew that any of 
his friends were going to instantly feel like my friends. So when he brought in Gendel, um, instantly I was like, oh, this is amazing. Um, I think, you know, it's funny because we're both, we're speaking English, but there's just little, little sayings that you guys have, or I suppose that we have, that always catch me off guard a bit because I'm like, I know it's English. I know the words that you're saying, but I don't quite know what you mean um, because it's just like just a bit of slang or something. Um, but I mean, I don't know. I, I love your guys' humor. I, uh, yeah, it was just great. I'm so excited that I had a chance to do this project with you guys and can't thank you guys enough for putting up with uh, myself like during probably what is one of the more challenging parts of my life having a one-year-old um which I know Jono you've been through it and and Gendel you were right in (laughs) in the middle of it as well uh with your daughter so it's just uh yeah, I don't know. Working with you guys is great. And if that's because you're Brits, then I suppose I have to work with more Brits. But I, I think it's just that you guys are great. Ah, oh, that's so that's, that's really nice. nice. Thanks, well, Jackie. Yeah. Let, Thanks, let's listen Jackie. to Elise's. What's it like working with the Brits? Uh, oh, it's just total shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> of course, I, I can't say that seriously. Um, working with Gendel and Jono was such a blast i mean they're they had such a fantastic sense of humor um i it just made things really enjoyable i mean that's what we were trying to do with this movie was bring out the humor in jackie and i but not only that though i mean just them and they would show up every day um in a great mood and we'd have a lot of good laughs and there was a lot of acting to be done you know, we the, the ski film part of it was only just a little bit. There was a lot of scenes that we were doing otherwise. And those guys were great. You know, they, they brought out the best of Jackie and I, I think, for this movie and got us to do things that we didn't think we would do. And um, in the end, we've got this great movie. So, yeah, uh, pretty awesome. That sounded so American. <laughs> That's Danon. Um, <laughs> that was very American. That's nice. The thing that, like, y- you know, there was an extra level because the film is about um, them as professional skiers being staying, being professional skiers as their mo- mothers, and yeah. like, which in itself is a really hard thing to do that. But they were also producing a film, yeah, about at the same time, like. All of the production work was basically being done by those guys, as, and they uh, as in like the fundraising, the travel, and the book, like the, 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 the planning, the producing, like the booking, the hotels. Booking, so they did know, all that, right? Everything, right? Yeah. Everything, yeah. Which, as we know, is a, um, is an absolute mission. Oh. It's yeah, like that, and and like I remember there was one point, you know, Jackie, she had been getting like two hours sleep a night or something, you know, in Switzerland, and then you know, like she was kind of like down about her her level of skiing, and I was just like you gotta go easy on yourself like you re- like y- you're doing so much and you're not getting any sleep yeah. and you're being a mum and you're trying to ski like sick lines yeah it's like, you gotta go easy on yourself do you think that is because 
that's a natural drive that she has and they I'm going to guess have or do you think that's because they felt pressure because they were new mums trying to continue to have a similar career in the ski industry do you know what I mean like do, do you think do you think there's almost an I guess the question is like for women in that position do you think there's more of pressure to to prove your worth to the industry in that scenario I I think it was a bit of everything I think that like the Andermatt especially was exhausted like I found it and this is going back to what Jono said like it was I'd not fill I'd not shot a ski or snowboard thing for year like on a mountain and been on the mountain from like six in the morning till four thirty to to finish and then we would go home and we would go back to our hotel and chill they'd be back with the kids yeah and it's like and they like Jono said they'd pushed it hard they'd skied hard all day and they were they were on parent duty straight away as well so they were shattered and it was so full on but they were again like thinking about the next day and again judging themselves so harshly on skiing and I don't know yeah I don't know what the I think it is the drive it all comes down to skiing I think if they had if there was a good day skiing or they got some ski clips it would it could eject some energy yeah because that's their mindset is I think that they 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 judge themselves on their skiing ability yeah yeah that's that's where it all and at the end of the day it was a ski film yeah and Elise always said that to us it was like it's a ski film it's a ski film so the skiing was so important yeah and that kind of affects everything it, they, they have they have very high standards for themselves yeah of course it's, you can you can imagine yeah. i mean you, you don't get where they are without that you know it's a, no. i mean it's a it's a it's a pitiless game isn't it you know like you, you are judged on purely on your ability and your ability to deliver you know clips footage like and, and sell it aren't you mm. they're both also still you know elise is i won't say her age but she's, you know, <laughs> not, she's not she's hugely younger than i am and i'm really old <laughs> and like um well and navigated she's still you know they, they 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 go off massive clips like yeah. they, that's what they do and like yeah it's it's really full on who did who did the the front follow cam drone shots if that makes sense that's a guy called luke, looking back luke up radar yeah i uh, love that yeah so he he the guy who's in the film like that's him i that thought is actually him. yeah he, he's he got a funny little cameo hasn't yeah he? yeah he, we loved him we, he's he, so fun yeah he's he's a real character he's really young he's only 21 those shots are great though oh, you, do, you don't you, you don't i was like you don't i don't know if you've even seen that angle really before i mean maybe i have but do you know what i mean like you're just so used to see big mountain like riding shot in a particular way mm. not i mean drones have changed it a bit obviously but i yeah i thought it was really that's that that's the bit like the the ski footage is is really strong isn't it you know like the whole you so i guess they must have been really stoked about that as well like, i think so i remember the first day we in alaska when when luke showed us his footage and i was like oh thank god he's here <laughs> so good. that is so good that yeah. stuff and it and the danger is is using too much of it because that's the only thing when you watch a lot of that footage it, it becomes quite disorientating yeah so but you've just to... you've just used it quite judiciously haven't you you've not used it to you know it's just in there as a as a nice mm. so with those reverse shots he he has to fly the drone looking forwards and then he sets the camera up and it's basically a bit of a guessing game yeah it's i did like, wonder about yeah, that so he flies looking forward yeah uh at least kind of had to just tr- try and keep up with him yeah which is a, a scary thought like when you because it's like with all of those style of lines, they're so much more blind than yeah. than they look like from across the valley. Yeah. 
Um, You've got enough to think about when you're dropping into one of those lines and yeah. thinking about where, where the drone is. And he was he was doing these shots where there's there's one where it it kind of flies past Elise's shoulder and she drops in. So she was timing it on that, and it's an amazing shot. It's yeah. really it, it just kind of goes and she goes and it's perfectly timed. And all that stuff was really cool to to just kind of witness because the the choreography and that like he would have to. His batteries on that drone were a joke, weren't they? He had a, he had like two minute battery life or something. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. he'd fly it, he'd go up, and he'd, he'd fly the route down of what the line was. Elise or Jackie would say, "Yeah, that's pretty much where I'm going to go." Then he'd have to bring out, change the battery, and then he'd go launching drone in two minutes. No, and he'd have to be back up there in thirty seconds. So it would straight up, up right. a massive face. Get there. Then they've got to pretty much be ready to go, or the drone's got to come down and change battery again. So like the, just like the 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 planning of those shots and we'll have to be ready. Everything's got to be ready. It's like the, the whole Alaska thing was, was amazing to kind of, to be a part of that. And like, it must've been amazing like, seeing yeah. them operate in that environment yeah. as well, because they, you know, I mean, you've done a lot of filming in Alaska, haven't you over the yeah, years and you've spent a fair amount of time there, but yeah, when you see people at the absolute top of their game in that environment, I'm, I'm, I've never been, but I imagine it's like, you know, I'll never look at it in the same way. Alaska, I've, you know, spent, all of our snowboard lives watching Alaska sections and yeah. going, oh yeah, I reckon I could go down there. <laughs> no. It's, it's, it's like a different game when you're up there. And and also, you know, like you've also got the pressure of like, oh my God, like each one of these runs like must, is worth so much money. Yeah. You know, and uh, the time, um, the yeah. heli, t- oh, the, the, the cost of the heli time, the pressure of that, the pressure of the film, and one of the things that, one of the most impressive things that we were, like, I was blown away by was, like, they would sometimes, we get to the the, the heli uh, takeoff place, what was it called? The panga. And then they, <laughs> I'll get there. They would go, like, so that they would jump in in the first heli and go and check the weather and right. fly out there. And sometimes we're flying for half an hour to, the, to, to a certain zone. Yeah. So they would fly out, we would wait, the crew would wait, and then sometimes we could be waiting for like two hours because they're like, the thing was going to clear, but there's no point in us going out because that costs yeah. thousands or whatever to get us there if the weather's not good. Waste of time. Well, they'll decide if it's going to happen. So one day we were waiting in the hangar, sitting there, boots off, third coffee. All of a sudden, call on the radio. It's on. We're going. Right. We get in the heli, head over to where they are, half an hour flight, see them in the distance on this ridge, windy ridge, stood like huddled you know out in the middle of nowhere yeah we land it's windy it's cold it's re- it's freezing and they're stood jumping up and down trying to stay warm from that point there was probably like about an hour and a half setting up cameras flying a camera up to one point flying someone over there flying where, where where luke wants to be dropped off to drone so that's another like hour and a half then they they get flown up to their point jackie and lise get flown up to their point so that's been about probably four, five hours maybe right. waiting in the cold. Yeah. And the first thing Jackie comes on is we're like, okay, Jackie, what, which line are you going to do? You're going to come straight down this face, like first one, one, which was no, I'm coming off the big cliff. The big <laughs> bit. What? And we're like off the nose, off the nose. And, and it was landing into a, into like a narrow into, shoe, into and... a narrow shoe. And we're like, you, you're going off the nose, off the big bit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to do that. And she, and I was like, "This is insane! Like it's cold. It's like you yeah, know, yeah. You, you don't get that from films. You don't, you don't see get that. The, you don't see that bit. You don't the see waiting. What, yeah, 
Yeah. It's not like waking up in the morning, going up, getting a chairlift and warming your legs up and going. <laughs> She'd been stood out in the cold. They'd both been stood out in the cold for hours. And also there's like a dollar ticker going. The, yeah. It's you in the most expensive taxis ever. Yeah. With the meter going for the top. And, and, and we were there then. And I, I was so blown away by that. And she went off this cliff, did it. And I cut, and it was one of the highlights of of the whole shoot for me. So I was like, I am in awe, yeah, of 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 these women and what they're doing and what. Well, just these athletes, it's insane. It's like, yeah, yeah, because well, we, that you can't really show that in a film. You 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 see these edits with these banging tracks on, and it's like everything's ramped up. And but the build up to that cliff, no one's ever going to know that. No, I? but on but equally, you know, like watching it, I was kind of proud of you boys because obviously, like I've seen you know had a ringside seat from the start like of, mm. of 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 you starting out filming you know making films and you know you and it i was like fucking hell this is like you know like not only even if you'd have made a film which was just like sections and and i'd have been like wow look at these boys go but mm. to like incorporate into this like really ambitious production with like all these layers and yeah i mean you gotta be pretty stoked and like i say like just as a culmination of 20 years of work you know not mm. not that it's a really you know it's not coal mining is it but you know what i mean like it's 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 just, it's been you've you've both done it because you are passionate about it and you love it and you know in the, in the cheesy way you know you haven't really done it because there was any end goal in mind you've just like poured your hearts and souls into it and mm. then you know you've ended up with this brilliant thing to show for it, it must be must be quite nice right it, it it's uh <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how I, I don't know how I feel about the whole thing now. Like right. I don't know. There's almost like, what you want I, it to I, be good. I, I never put so much effort into one single project in my life before, right. and I almost feel like, okay, but where's the where's the explosion or something at the end? Like where's the big thing? Like right. And so, I don't. Yeah, that's, it's, that's filmmaking, though, isn't it? It's that it's. You just put I'd it say, out I'd say that's it'll go. Cre- I'd say that's creativity, though, isn't yeah. it? I'd yeah. say that's just making stuff. You know, unless you're yeah. really lucky, it kind of yeah. just is like that, isn't it? It's just a bit like because it, it's such an interesting point that because I've worked on stuff equally where I've really, really like you know I remember me, Chris, and you and wrote a book years ago, you know, and that was that was you know we were quite young then and that was a mission you know it took mm-hmm. us a year you know like and literally lived it for a year and it came out and it was just a bit <laughs> it's like i was like oh yeah you but i see books out like and then never never yeah. mentioned it again kind of yeah. thing you know and like and, and it was a bit like oh okay but then you know within a few weeks like right what's next thing which is what you told me like as well yeah you know exactly i kind of feel it'll just come and go and it'll be because that's it people just see what they see that's it that's what you get yeah and if and and if the whole point and like wait, the way you described it then matt when you settled that question i was like it's quite emotional i feel yeah it's really amazing <laughs> yeah but, but it's but worth it's, like, it's worth saying though and obviously i i have a bit of an ulterior motive in saying that because you're very old friends of mine but it's you know i think that about all of our friends that are doing good things though mm. like it's one of the great things about our the scene we were lucky enough to be part of like you know ultimately creativity was not that we even realized that's what it was at the time Mm. like it's not like you know we were just sort of doing shit because we thought it was funny and interesting and ultimately but everyone's like has ended up doing like really interesting things and that's obviously for me that's kind of how i look at this really like um and that's why i enjoyed it so much as well because 
because it is yeah i was just kind of proud really do you know what i mean Thanks, but man. but it's but it's interesting as well like what you say jono because you have said it to me a few times now you've said like i've really poured everything into it so what tell me what you mean by that because that's that's like a you know that's obviously something that you that that you've that you feel like little there's okay so there's just tons and tons of little technical things that you need to do or learn how to do yeah to like achieve a certain thing in the film and i i don't know how many hours i've spent on this exact table yeah on this table that we're sitting around now like uh, like just going through really dull little bits yeah um and you don't just mean on this film right you mean as in like a crew and experience yeah uh, well and also just on this film yeah like, you know like literally to get certain things done yeah um uh, you know i i initially kind of budgeted for like a certain number of hours that we were going to need in the edit yeah and uh i went so far over that that like <laughs> uh, we were definitely working l- way lower than minimum ma- wage you yeah know? like it, it because but the thing is i really really cared i was like i can't i just don't want to accept yeah and it was a complicated being... it was a it was a complicated film in a lot of ways it's not just edit skiing together and that's what i mean like it, there's, it, there's, it there's, there's, there's loads there's loads going on like yeah. it's not it, it's ambitious like it's mm. not just like and you know like i just i'm repeating myself a little bit but like i just said like it's not just sections is it you know no it's it, the, the yeah you've you've had to corral a lot in this haven't you you know to kind of get the get the the kind of finished thing which kind of brings me quite nicely to the the partners actually is it rainer is that you say his name rainer barkered and um and cody Cody tony and obviously cody's like you know very very sort of big big figure in the in the game these days isn't he so but those those two are that's funny so is that always the idea to kind of have them playing the sort of patsies as it were no (laughs) not really we we kind of wondered about about their characters at first of what uh, of how they would be because we didn't want like obviously they they had to be in we wanted them them to be in the film but in what way but then uh, I'm trying to think the morning it was when I thought of them being because of part you know when partners when your partner's friends like your best mate's partner's friends don't necessarily yeah get that's on, that, they, that's that's great gag that I was like, like let's make them not really get on but yeah. not in a mean way but just in because there's that way. scene which I, it's not a spoiler where they're just sort of sat there not saying anything it's actually really awkward yeah <laughs> they played that so well we yeah. just let we just let that roll for so long because they found it fun funny and they both got it but they were both really they were so great during the whole film like when we were in tahoe on the first shoot we we'd obviously go around to elise and cody's house quite a lot and have dinner and talk about it and he he kind of was really he got the film he understood what we were trying to do and was really he was really supportive of like of kind of saying yeah i think this is good this will work and i think that helped jackie and elise to kind of be like okay like well i mean he's like, got he's got a proper hit on his hands only with the 50 so yeah. you know he's is what for for good or for bad his mm. his word carries a bit of weight doesn't it these yeah. days you know so yeah exactly so they they were both really good like sounding boards for for tough you know for for comedy or for things that yeah for, well for everything really they they were just really helpful yeah in the whole film and especially in switzerland they, they were like our pack horses in, right in switzerland like they 
Because actually, Switzerland was hard work. It nearly, it nearly yeah. ended Gendel like with right. Because uh, like, if you're trying to follow a skier traverse on a snowboard, <sighs> and were, like, were you on your heels? Heel edge, heel edge, <laughs> and like the kind of ski traverses where they're like sidestepping as they traverse. It was yeah. up. You you wouldn't go there on a snowboard. No. You couldn't go. That's, no I, I think there. that is the most humiliating experience you oh. can have on a snowboard like Horrific. especially when you've been snowboarding for a long time yeah. Oh, yeah and and suddenly you're with a skier and they just blast slightly uphill across a pretty exposed yeah and, and there's i mean i i remember going heli with moran once actually and we um we basically this route we'd done in the second time i was like i'm going to try and do it switch on my toes <laughs> yeah bad idea yeah. ended up getting dragged out that time as well um yeah i feel your pain oh it was the work there was just this this one high traverse on my heels and 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 it was because we had massive bags on with tripods yeah. and stuff you start slipping and every morning <laughs> and if they went i remember the foot yeah start slipping and they, and they yeah like on the skis they just step up yeah keep going can't do step, that can't do kind that. of do it on your toes can't, but yeah kind of do it on your toes there was one there was a toe edge one that was all right that yeah. was fine i could get i could get around that just and put this heel edge one and in the morning if they're in, okay guys we're gonna go go on the high traverse check out it and i was like oh <laughs> die inside a little bit <laughs> <laughs> and jackie won and the, the ask of shame when jackie came up behind me right Gendel, do you want me to take your backpack? Yeah. Or <laughs> like, do you want me to, yes, do you want please, me to clean, do you want one of my poles? Yeah. I'll drag you. Yeah. Had the pole as well. It was <laughs> like, the oh. pole of shame. It's, but, but it is like, it's just different. Like, the, yeah, it's like snowboarders wouldn't, weren't going. You just wouldn't go there. To those places. No. You just didn't, but you had to, that was where we yeah, were going. Yeah. So you well, had to keep up. And also, yeah, I mean, you know, if you're following those guys around, you're either going to be like, do you mind if we don't do that high traverse? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fine. Looks great. Let's go. I did. I did actually go and do it a few times. I had a day yeah. at the end of that trip because like, I I was did. frothing so it. much. All I wanted to do is like get, go snowboarding without a backpack. Yeah. And like, and, uh, and I went with Rainer. And actually, on that day, it was a lot easier to do that trip. Yeah. But like, but yeah, you just not there. having a backpack. Like, yeah, I wasn't there that day. <laughs> with a massive like My wife and child had turned up that point. Um, so yeah. Was, yeah. You were like, yeah. I was going to ask you like that. That must have been you know. You, Gloria, um, really young, so that must be. She ca- she came out to Andermatt for her first birthday. Yeah, so at that the must end have of been, that trip. It must have took a bit out. of balancing for you and you and Mills. Yeah, yeah, it was it was, I guess because each trip was about two two weeks, but they were all fairly back to back, so it was kind of six weeks. So, but I always got to go home in between, and it was yeah, it was kind of weird making a film around baby and we were with their obviously with their babies a lot and like it was with a uh, with indian tour and like so I, you know it was really they and they're similar age to gloria yeah, yeah so it was really it was really cool to kind of and chatting to to jackie and elise about parenting and yeah and the dads and like all this stuff but yeah it was quite it was felt like i was away quite a lot over yeah winter. but yeah it was amazing that they like camilla my wife bought gloria out for her first birthday so we had that in oh. Andermatt with everyone yeah, and but that they was got lovely. to meet Jackie and Elise and Cody and Reyna that was really cool yeah well let's listen to another I've got more clips I think I'll start with Elise and then because Jackie's helpfully labelled hers so you know high moment I think the high moment although not really a I don't know exciting one to share is when we wrapped um, shooting in Alaska uh it was the culmination of a season long of not only trying to show up as a skier 
and also act. Um, it was also being a co-producer and, and trying to just, yeah, make the whole, everything come together and make sure that things went off without a hitch. And I, I realize now that like how much internal pressure I put on myself. Um, I, I know that Jackie and I leaned heavily on each other during this. Um, but yeah, it was that, that relief of, wow, we, we actually did this. We, we filmed this, uh, movie. Um, we <laughs> gave in to all the whims of Gindle and Jono of what they wanted to do with the movie. For instance, like this fight scene that they wanted us to do. And we talked about it at the very beginning. And I just kind of remember thinking like, yeah, I don't know about that. We'll see about that. And, but the way the movie went, it just totally made sense. And next thing you know, Jackie and I were having an epic fight scene filmed at the very end. And um, yeah, so anyways, when I think it was all done and we were all just cheersing with the, the champs, I think that was a high moment. You know, I was like, wow, we did this. So, yeah. That's nice. No, that kind of quite similar is... to what you were saying, Jono, in a way. Yeah. Right, let's have a listen to Jackie. Jackie High Point. That's what I like to see. My high point would have to be... Oh, it's tough. I mean, there's, there's definitely... I have at least a handful of high points. Um... But I I think, and I think this is probably the most important, is the fact that we, you know, I was friends with Jono and Elise beforehand. Gendel, I got to meet him and liked him instantly from the start. And I think the fact that we're still friends after this massive undertaking um, that's really special to me, or at least I, I think that's the case. Hopefully you guys still like me. Um, <laughs> but it's, yeah, uh, I think that's really special because these types of projects are, they just, they take so much of you, um, and it can get super stressful. So to come out the other side as friends, it's, it makes it even more special, uh, the fact that we f- accomplished what we set out for um, and kept relationships intact. That's really cool as well. That, Love that. that. Yeah, that yeah, is Yeah, because this is the first, is this the first, like, I guess the first sort of feedback like this you've got, right, from these two? Like, I mean, obviously you've been through it, but, you know, for them to explicitly be like, oh, this is how it was for me. Have you had that, these types of chat with them before? It's quite not. I guess we ha- we. I mean, when we wrapped, like Elise said, the the day we we wrapped in in Alaska, we everyone felt pretty amazing that day. I think of like, wow, it it felt like from the first day in Tahoe, yeah, going out with a camera, making stuff up, and like considering how much we'd shot, how much effort everyone had put in, um, it it did. It was quite an overwhelming day that, and go, wow, that actually feels like we've been shooting for years and doing and done so much. And that was a big moment. I, I kind of, with Elise there, that was quite special. But it's nice to hear that from Jackie. Because we did, we, I think we have kind of made friends for life in that way. I, I think our WhatsApp group will, will be going forever. We, we chat to them almost every day about something of like a little check back in on certain things. Obviously, like logistics of the films still going on and talking. But I'm, I know we'll we'll keep chatting about 
about things now because we we have become really close because when you do a exactly like jackie when you do a project like that you just get to know people so well and um and you're just together all the time and it's you see you see every emotion don't you, you see the angry you see the low points the time when, when people are most tired and when they do something incredible and it's and know, and their moment. kids their kids too you know they're, they're like they're both their kids they're just really uh very individual characters i mean they, right. were, they were young when we were working with them but you could really see like right so different and they yeah you spend a lot of time with kids i like the pull-up gag i oh, did you that's yeah. really good <laughs> yeah i won't say anymore yeah. but it is it is that, good that was, it did make, that was an actual lol that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, so i was in i was at uh, the high five festival in, in annecy in annecy recently and and you know that's a french audience it's yeah. quite you know say no more so <laughs> they like that yeah they, they like that and uh, and so i was like okay that's good that must be interesting seeing it in a cinema like and and did did people that's something it was I, a, I read this thing i think with scorsese recently or some famous director saying about like audiences laughing in the wrong place you know like and how mm. how like on the one hand it's really good but also like it's like disconcerting because you're a bit like oh okay that's not what i thought was going on here like yeah. so it must be interesting experience you must i guess first time you see it in a cinema you must sort of shit yourself really it it was it was unnerving it was it was a real shame we got uh we got like 11 o'clock on a on the sunday morning right uh showing which you know like high five it's all about make big party yeah. so like you know like <laughs> there's not that many people who, coming who in. are yeah. wanting to go and watch you know ski films about mums yeah um so what what's the plan for i mean you said it's gonna be on red bull and um i believe outside it's on outside tv it's gonna be on outside okay right TV. so it's gonna get a huge audience online then for sure yeah I'd, i would i i, hope I so. hope well so. i mean well I that's just gonna... you know that's pretty fucking switched on distribution right there isn't it but you're gonna get it in festivals and hopefully give people a chance to see it on a on a screen yeah so yeah, yeah. I want to see it on a screen. Who's, I, I didn't go to Annecy. You I should. Really you want to you see should one. both definitely go to Candle. That'll be that'll be a good good thing to do. Yeah, Defo. Well, we we only just found out this morning properly that it's going to be there. So that's don't let us down, Steve. Yeah, it'll be listening. It'll be listening to this as well. No, it is it is a treat to watch it on a big screen. Like you know. Yeah, I'd love to. Uh, yeah, with, I really want to see it on a big screen. I mean, should we talk about your performance, Gand? Were you channeling... Uh, Can do. <laughs> channeling Kendall Roy with the with the outfit? <laughs> Is that what you got from it? <laughs> just the outfit, Roy. really. Just it's funny because Jackie and Lise like... I know Elise like Succession. There's a lot of chat about Succession. I don't know what it was, was channeling, it was, to be It was more the, the, the sort of blazer and... You know what I mean? Like the kind of funny... Com- yeah. Com- I borrowed the cardigan for one of the scenes yeah. off Cody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Cody's yeah. cardigan. <laughs> it's like, Cody, I kind of need to look a bit like... A, wh- my, I didn't have a name for my character. He was just called Douchebag, the whole film. So right. Douchebag set this challenge up. What have you got anything douchebaggy? He was like, got this cardigan that's a bit hipstery. I haven't worn it. I was like, that'll do. Give me that. Um, yeah, I don't know. Are like, you confident doing that stuff? You look, you look like you are. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I've, I feel alright doing that kind of stuff. That was quite early on as well because it, obviously it kind of top and tails the film. Yeah. Um, those scenes. So we shot that early on in Tahoe. Um, so kind of shooting the end of the film at the start, which is a bit strange but it was quite fun to do that because i guess i could be quite silly and over the top with with jackie and elise and it was quite nice doing it 
with them. We had quite a laugh doing that, didn't Did we? Did you yeah. script that? Like, or was it fairly... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was all scripted, that scene. Um, and then we, yeah, tri- tweaked it as we went, but... And whose idea was the Jeremy Jones cameo? Or is that a spoiler? Am I allowed to say that? I mean, you said it now. Whose I idea mean... was... The, all right, quick, quick rephrase. <laughs> whose idea was the very famous um, athlete cameo at the end, let's say? We, we actually... Do we say this? Do we? I mean, I don't know. We, we, we it was originally supposed to be someone else. Right. <laughs> uh, in fact, we filmed the whole thing about it being someone else. Yeah. Uh, but that was, to be fair, we were aiming quite high with that, maybe. But, um, and then it was like, well, who else could we get? And then Jeremy Jones' name came up and like, yeah, he'd be amazing. Because he's like Tahoe. Yeah, Why, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's quite maybe a... we should. Maybe we should. Maybe that is a bit of a spoiler. What we can cut. We saying, can cut this bit. Saying that it's oh, Jeremy yeah. Jones. I've cut. Yeah, I've cut. <coughs> it is quite. It, it, I mean, I knew he was in it because we. I think we had a pint or something. I can't remember. But you yeah. were like, "Oh, I was just." <laughs> yeah, maybe let's not have that. Okay, we'll in. cut this bit. We'll cut yeah. this bit. Yeah. All right. Well, should we? We've got one more voice note. Or the low point. The low point. Like they say. Should have uh, probably done it. Always end on the lows. Should have probably done it the other way, right? Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to blame Elise for not labeling him. I think the low point for me happened in Alaska and it could be a little graphic and I'll try to not go too far into details. But yeah, so anyway, I'm, I'm flying up to Alaska with Indiana, my little one and a half year old. And this is the first time I'm traveling with him solo. And he ends up puking all over on the plane ride up. Um that's not the low point though, but I was not overly concerned with him puking. I thought maybe it just had to do something with the flying aspect of it. Um, I mean, the, the situation wasn't great, but yeah. So we get to Alaska, we meet up with everyone and we realize that the weather's really good. And when the weather's really good in Alaska, meaning clear skies that you, you have to go, you have to take it, even though we'd all just traveled really far and it was going to be kind of a full on push. You, we knew that doesn't matter. You got to get out and do it because good weather doesn't happen often. Um, so the night rolls in and I'm sleeping in my room with Indy and I wake up to him vomiting Oh gosh. So, you know, clean that up and start to get a little concerned about him and what's going on. Um, and I go back to sleep and as I'm doing that, I'm realizing, oh man, my, my stomach feels a little, little funny. Well, wake up again to him vomiting. And this time after I kind of help deal with him, um, just dry heaving and whatnot, I realize that I too need to get rid of some stuff that's stuck in me and instead so I I run to the bathroom and it just comes out the other end um really explosive experience on the toilet really uncomfortable and now at this point I'm starting to get a little concerned because I don't feel great um I crawl back to bed and I proceed for the rest of the evening having um running to the running to the restroom, exploding the toilet, and all the while also thinking like, oh my God, but my child is sick. And like, that's kind of when you're a mom, that's like your first concern, no matter how sick you are. I mean, at least I'm learning this through this experience. And 
I ended up going through like four pairs of underwear because I couldn't make it to the bathroom in time. Um, and the bathroom was like, I don't know, not very, you know, like 20 feet away. Um, but I, I couldn't just sleep next to the toilet because my child was still sick. Right. So I had to keep getting back to the bathroom. Anyways, the next day comes, um, I'm, I'm so like, so stressed because I can barely move. I feel horrible and we're supposed to get out in the helicopter later in the day. Um, I managed to at, at least the, like all the horrible virus diarrhea stuff had subsided, but, um, yeah, so we, we, the weather, like I said, it's good. And finally, by the end of the day, I'm like, okay, I guess I can, I, I just, I have got to suck it up. I have got to get out and try and film. We go out in the heli and lo and behold, the clouds rolled in. Oh my God. At that moment, I actually thought there may be a God because, <laughs> and of course that God was looking out solely for myself. And I think Jackie too, Jackie actually wasn't in a super hot place. Like she, she wasn't sick like I was, but she was really just, I think pretty, um, not feeling great. You know, she too had just traveled from Europe with her child alone. And so it, it's just, you know, one of those moments where all of a sudden being a mom and trying to be an athlete and also trying to help bring everything together for the production side of things was one of those moments where it was really, really difficult. Um, but we made it through and, yeah, it's just now it's just a, a ridiculous story to tell that I will definitely never forget. We'll never forget it. <laughs> it's like I, that's actually the first time that she's she said that like to me. And I feel she, she maybe she just feels more comfortable saying it to like a massive audience of podcast <laughs> listeners. Yeah. Than to, to that's funny. I remember she was really ill, but I didn't know the details. Well, good. Well, but isn't that isn't gruesome. that isn't that um, even another layer to what you were saying though? Yeah, you know about like the, what goes on behind the shots that you see because that yeah, is there was a lot that is lot um all right let's see on. let's get let's check out jackie's so i think my low point was in switzerland um i'd say it was at least at least about a week in i i think at that point both of the boys had been sick uh first indie with fever and vomiting and then sure enough tour followed um, we had all already been struggling with jet lag. The snow conditions were less than ideal, even though it had snowed, um, which was a massive because there was like nothing before we were still working with pretty tricky avalanche conditions. So it was just like nothing was lining up at all like we wanted it to. Um, and I think it just like, it started breaking me down a little bit. Um, which I mean, to be honest, it was perfect because that's when in the actual movie, the whole point was that like the tensions were rising and everything. And, and, and for myself, that's not an actress, by any means, it wasn't hard to play somebody that was tense <laughs> because in reality, uh, it was, it was getting to me. And and I think it was getting to everyone, not just those of us that had our kids in tow, but also 
Jono and Gendel because they're having to be with this group of people that's just hanging on by a thread. And uh, I'm sorry, guys, <laughs> but thanks for putting up with us. Oh, do you recognise that? Yeah, and I do remember. I do think Andermatt was uh, was the toughest trip for sure. Yeah, well, I, I mean, it was just since that I was I was like obvious question then. What 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 was the low point for you two? Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I kind of I kind of agree with Jack. I know Andermatt was like like say the boys like their their kids were being sick and and it was tire. It was just a tiring trip, and we had so much to to do yeah and when the ski conditions i mean i'm kind of repeating what she said but when the ski conditions weren't great and then we would go up and and try and get bits and then in the evening you've got me and john are going right we've got to go and film this scene now yeah and be f- kind of funny or try and get some funny stuff and then but oh you know like and then obviously some days when their kids were sick we, we didn't want to shoot them we didn't wanted to make sure they they obviously came first and I just know it was a stressful trip. It, it yeah. really was. It was like, it, and it was, and it was full on. And so I guess like lo, low point, I suppose I'd, I'd kind of agree with Jackie for, but I don't know. But then it was, you know, there's some great stuff from that trip too. Yeah. How about you, Jono? <clears throat> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to actually think, uh, <laughs> well, Yeah. I can't I like the low, the low point was when the person who said he was going to do <laughs> no I'm not, I'm not going to go there I'm not going to go there we'll sack that off uh yeah no I think just Switzerland in general was was a more tricky time yeah. and 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 one of the things I I was thinking about this like there was to look at the mountain just looked epic it looked right. it, it was like mm. this epic snow but it was like it was like two feet of really light snow onto rock, right? And and there were quite a few times, you, you know, where you're just skiing stuff, and then suddenly you're over. It's like I I stupidly don't wear a helmet usually when I snowboard, but I managed to get one when I was out there because you'd just be riding along, and then the next thing you know, you're just literally falling. And so it's like the worst conditions because it's yeah. it's like it looks great it's like, well, yeah. why you, but you can't, why, actually, you you can't actually do you can't anything, explain really. why you're yeah. skiing kind of like uh, not at the top level yeah um so that was a bummer yeah so i guess the other question i had about the film was given like how much of it was made and evolved and as as you made it as clumsy express but you know as you as you as you pulled it together obviously it sounds like it kind of started to develop and you were like all oh, right here's what this could be and you, you, your ideas became more fully formed did that happen in the edit as well did you as like when you got into like post-production were you uh, um did it change significantly or did it always stay quite true to the idea that you had sometimes i think that i think in andermatt we had it, it did change in the edit i guess when it came to stripping things out it was more like losing stuff. So we'd have, I think just before Andermatt, I wrote a script for like a kind of running script in Andermatt because I kind of got in my head how it, how that section would play out. And then the same for Alaska. And then, um, and then, you, you know, you've put that all together. The whole Andermatt section we put together and could be like 10 minutes long and then you're like, right, let's strip it. And then it's just crunching it down. And kind of what works and what doesn't. So, like the first thing is to get get it all down. Yeah. And then and then you you kind of know then where you can tweak with voiceover and link things up yeah. a bit more. Then, but 
One thing that was really helpful was that we were, at the end of each trip, we were coming back and just basically giving all of the footage to Hersha. Right. And she's... And Hersha so she, is? Hersha is my wife. And so she's an actor, but she's kind of in between jobs. Uh, or she was in between jobs, so she had a load of time. But she's also... Yeah. A very adept, yeah, 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 very good director editor. and like yeah, editor and, yeah, and she's, knows she's understands comedy and yeah. and was able to have like a kind of discerning eye on it, like mm. and that and yeah, the, that. and the, the 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 golden thing with Hersha as well. She was yeah, she she was going through this hours and hours of footage and breaking the back of it and putting it in sequences and you know cutting the interviews up and pulling out things. But the best thing she she you know that was obviously like so valuable that she was doing that. But she also which was amazing to me at the time, messaged us. She'd call us while we were in, in Andermatt and say, I've just seen this bit, it's really funny. And I was like, oh, yes. Oh, this bit's good, this bit really works. You should get, get a bit more of this. Get a bit. So she was kind of like right. edit producing and like or kind of just saying and just to have feedback at that point going, this is good, this is going to work, yeah. this is going to work. I remember when she said that, she was like, this will work. I was like, it was like a weight off my shoulders. So there's a like, bit of nervousness then about how it was going to land from you two. Like yeah. In terms of it, why, why, why? Because, you know, earlier when I asked a similar question, you were a bit like, oh, I just always thought it was going to be great. Like He so, always did. But I, it, but I felt it was more on me. I always felt that, what, that cause you side have to, of it. Because you're the, you're, the, you're the filter. Well, no. <laughs> well, just because I guess I was, I was, I guess, writing the scripts more or like, or, or plotting it together more. Right. And, as much, and then me and Jono would discuss it through, obviously, but I felt it was on me to make it work right. a bit more. But you were always really confident. You were always like, yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be fine. And like, and, and you know, all this, this stuff Jono was shooting, the ski stuff looked, looked amazing, looked great. And it was, but I think I always had that until Hersha said that, that things were cutting together well and she found it funny because she's obviously... A, a good a really good gauge of yeah comedy i i think um, well you need that don't you when you if you're doing something that's yeah. involved you need somebody that can tell you what's good and what's not good and you know maybe also so having someone who's not like a middle-aged white man yeah as well like who's yeah. you know and also probably you know isn't hasn't spent 25 years in that game yeah you know mm. and has and has like all the kind of biases that come with that for right yeah. or wrong you know. we, we definitely used our wives of Hersha, obviously, because she was looking at the footage, and I would run things past my wife quite a lot of sort of, of kind of mum things that I kind of think are funny or relevant or not, or, and she was quite a good gauge for that. Yeah, as well. So it was like a big bit of a big team effort for all of us, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So who's doing the promo? Is that also Elise and um, Jackie? Are they like out yeah. there trying to book it in festivals and? Yeah, that's. I mean, it's it's already been in a few, and it's so it's. Was it I? I have I have three. I have three. There's a little one in Whistler. The Whistler one. Yeah, that's a big one. Um, got a couple of nominations in there. Three, three nominations. So how's it going down? Uh, <laughs> what in what way? You what know, like what's the reception? Because because it's. I don't know how many people have seen it yet. Right. I mean, so it's yeah. just it's just it's still at that festival just, sort of stage. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean. No idea, but I guess if you know, it's nice that to to get nominated at anything, yeah, is great because it got it, one of the nominations was was for storytelling. I was like, that's brilliant. That's yeah. really nice. But that's I I, I personally, for what it's worth, don't think it really matters how it goes down. Mm -hmm. I just think like it. What I really liked about it, 
above and beyond the fact that the sort of friendship pride thing was it's just got a fucking point of view do you know what i mean mm. it's just it's just got a got an idea like it's mm. and it's really well executed and explored and and it's funny and you know so much of what gets put out especially in skiing snowboard is well action sports generally is just the same fucking shit isn't it you know sure there's progression and the riding gets better every year and there's new people but it's still pretty rare that you see stuff that has a point of view really mm. where that you can look at and go all right like there's actually something a bit different going on here you know it's why ski good money will come was good it's why like you know um jerome's film eternal beauty snowboarding yeah. it's yeah, why that's so good isn't it exactly. because like it's it's just it's just an idea it's a tangible idea it's why the 50's so good because it's yeah. you know it's like got got the same thing so I think people will 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 get that and appreciate it. I hope so. Just, as long as they they're entertained and it's because it was never it was never thought of as a super deep movie with any huge meaning. It was just kind of like let's yeah. just make something entertaining. As yeah, long as yeah. it's entertaining and it's a bit different, I think that's what appealed to to me and Jono definitely. It was kind of we we weren't out there, you know desperate to make a ski film we was like want to make a funny film well you must and have been like fucking stoked I yeah mean, you know absolutely. you must have been a bit like wow we get to do this well that's it <laughs> to be asked to be like what you two can kind of you know make a film and have a, a huge amount of say in it and do what you want and and obviously it, elise and jackie were the, the biggest part of it but they gave us so much saying it you know yeah. it was it was really well, cool. a lot is trust isn't it yeah which is um which is uh, yeah a, a really nice thing so yeah we, we we're so lucky that they gave us that that responsibility really and opportunity so thanks guys yeah if you're listening thank you this is their voice note this whole podcast there we go mm. yeah well thanks fellas good to see you cheers good to chat thanks for the kind words matty really yeah. appreciate it thanks really Matt. nice of you no worries fellas so there you go. That was me, Jono and Gendall with special guest appearances from Elise and Jackie. Big thanks for the latter for taking the time to do it. And to my two old pals for a thoroughly enjoyable catch up and chat. Um, you know, it was basically about skiing whenever I do a ski episode. And there have been a couple people do the old huh, looking forwards. Is it now gag? You want to do that? You do you. In the meantime, as ever, if you enjoyed this episode, please leave a comment on Substack. You can share it. And um, those are great ways to keep supporting what I do. Super grateful to everybody that continues to support Looking Sideways. Um, if you want to show support in a more concrete way, you've got options. You can sign up as a free or paid subscriber via my lookingsideways.substack.com. You can also give somebody a paid subscription. As I said at the end of the Ray Barbie episode, we're, we're very much heading into buy more shit or we're all fucked season when everyone just goes mental for buying shit. So, you know, if that's your bag, you can do that. Or you could head to www.wearelookingsideways.com where you can find the merch store and also the final copies of Looking Sideways Volume 1 under the tab marked book. Deep breath. As you might have gathered from that conversation, I very much enjoyed Here Hold My Kids. So if you want to watch it, the good news is that the film will be streaming on Red Bull TV around the 21st and the 22nd of November, which is just a little bit after this will come out. Um, plus, as mentioned, Here Hold My Kid is an official selection at the Kendall Mountain Festival this year. Good news. So if you're heading there, and I know plenty of listeners to the show are usually there, make sure you check it out. I think Jono and Gendall will also be at the festival. 
I'll definitely be there with both my ACM and Looking Sideways hats on. So if you're about and you spot me, please come and say hello. And if you want to bring me a book, even better, one of the highlights of Kendall last year for me was meeting listener Luke Travis, who actually brought me along a copy of Swimming to Antarctica, the Lynn Cox book, which was absolutely brilliant. So thank you again for that, Luke. Really did make my weekend that. I'm doing some bits this year at Kendall, interviewing some people on the little base camp stage and potentially recording a live podcast in front of an audience on the Sunday, although we're still working that out and that's yet to be confirmed and all that. Kind of forgot how busy this time of year is. Got Kendall. Then the weekend after that, I've got the London Surf Film Festival where I'm on hand as some kind of de facto media partner and where we'll also be presenting the first look at one of the winning films from the DB Fund, which I launched um, last year. I'm also on the selection committee for natural selection once again, which basically involves watching about a gazillion snowboard clips and staying up late on Zoom calls with Liam Griffin, Todd Richards, Ed Lee, Mary Walsh and Tom Monteroso. Chatting about snowboarding, so that ain't all bad. November, I'm also doing an online creative session for my pals at DB, which should be fun. And I'm also finally coming to the end of the massively protracted mission, which has been the new ACM website, which is almost finished and which will be spamming the shit out of social feeds near you soon. And of course, I've still been working on the announcement. Stoked to say that my friend and very much friend of the show, CJ Mirror, is going to be doing an original soundtrack for the announcement. How exciting is that? So it's very slowly coming together. I've also got Owen Tozer doing the new logo. Um, I've got the boys in. Um, I'm putting loads of pressure on myself to try and get that done as quickly as possible. Although the last time I checked in with Patagonia, they did say, well, you know what we think? Good work is better than quick work, which was nice because fuck me, this ain't quick. Um, but yeah, I'm cracking on anyway. And I continue to look for ways of cloning myself. So yeah, there we go. Best place to find out about all this stuff is by signing up to my newsletter at lookinsideways.substack.com, as you probably know by now. So on that administrative bombshell, I will be signing off for this week. Thanks to Zephyr for checking in with what I do and I'll see you next time. Nice one. (laughs) 